Welcome to a special episode of Three Idiots and a Couch. I am Eclipse. I'm Crow Kitsune. I'm Soul Eyes. And today we're going to be re- reviewing a movie! Air horns! Air horns! We don't have enough money for sound effects. Woo! <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so I, you know they can't see you raising your hand, right? Yeah. I just like doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you want to say something? No. I was just saying. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, we, today we're reviewing a Marvel movie. The return of Marvel movies after the horrible... Virus of unknown origin. Oh, which shall not be named. The C virus. <laughs> as as a non-player of Resident Evil, I will name it the C virus. <laughs> Go ahead, Soul. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, Black Widow. Woo! I gotta say that was actually pretty good. I li- I both like it and dislike it as a comics fan, but uh, I'll get onto the thoughts later. I'll get onto the thoughts later. I just want to say that for a return to the MCU, it's a pretty good movie. I just think it. Ha- I just think it has a ton of continuity problems. Also, this should have come out before Captain Marvel. Yeah. Seriously, the seriously, you don't have the movie of the woman who's going to die before Captain Marvel, the woman who was in two seconds of the movie. As like the Which pre- really, all they did for that entire movie was up, like showcase the, her like OP powers. Yeah. We will talk about Captain Marvel eventually. For now, let's get into the true first female of the MCU. Black Widow. She appeared in Iron Man 2, and ever since Avengers, everyone wanted her to have her own solo movie. And they waited till Phase 5. I gotta say, people were really dedicated to that movie. Yeah, like, Black Widow wasn't always the most consistent, I mean, always the biggest uproar, but it was the most consistent uproar. It's like, where's the Black Widow movie? And it's like, we're working on it. And it's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, but but I do like I do like the movie. I will say that it is an okay movie in my eyes. I will get onto the stuff I don't like later on. But for now, let's just go over the movie itself and what and our general consensus on it. So, like I said, I'm okay with it. I like I think it came way too late because. You know, this is Scarlett Johansson's last run. Like, how emo- how much more emotional would it have been if it had came oh. before Endgame? Honestly, it would have been a little bit better just because you would have, like, the mindscape that she could die, potentially. And that would just be the end of her. But it's also that kind of be a little unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Also, the fact that she now has a family again, and maybe they got snapped away in the snap. Oh yeah, true. It's like, ugh, just like I really, really wish.
wish this would came out before Endgame because she would have had a lot more to gain. <sighs> yeah, like she would have had like faith instead <laughs> of it just being like, oh, you have family, Clint. Yeah, it is and like you have family, like, Clinton. It's like so you have it too. Yeah, it's like, like you um, have a excuse me. Are you telling me that? No, are you no. telling me that uh, Red Guardian, uh, Yelena, and I don't oh, remember Malina? the mom's name. Melina, I think. Yeah, I think it was Melina. Black Widow's mom. Are you telling me that not all three of them died? We know Yelena's still alive, so don't give me that BS. And is now on a pretty much a mission to kill Hawkeye, as far as we know. Yeah, because she has to be the new Black Widow, Yelena. Which, technically, that's what she wanted in her comic debut. Yelena was a full-on supervillain, by the way. Huh. Yeah, but in this one, I like that she's a hero. I like her quippiness, the fact that she, like, will tell Natasha... Oh, you're uh, you do this posing thing, and then she does it, and she's like, Ugh, disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Like, so consistent with her. Yeah. Oh, I remember literally, like, my reaction to that just being, Oh my god, and she's doing it right now. And then immediately, as I thought that, she goes, Ugh, disgusting. And I was like, Oh my god, yes. <laughs> my the thing, I the thing when I first saw the movie, it's like, I was like. Oh, she's the new Black Widow. That's why they're doing all this. That's why Natasha isn't doing her super planning stem or her cool acrobatics. Mm. It was like they're trying to hype up the new Black, Black Widow. And they're filled one. Yep. That's kind of what they always do. It's like with a new character. It's like, not how do you expose this in a different way. It's like, let's hype up this new character. It's like, it's so awesome and he can do all this stuff and all the stuff that the original character did and we're gonna have such a problem writing for this character i call it the miles morales effect because miles is supposed to be as strong as spidey but he has the venom blast and camouflage powers so it's kind of like you just you're them but like slightly better yeah and i remember brian michael bendis did that when he first introduced miles as well like miles suddenly was just Oh, he just did stuff, and he was better than Peter, and he reacted faster, and all that stuff. It's like, but he's a kid, and maybe show him having a mistake once. Yeah. Like, Milo was a super Gary Stu when he first appeared. I was so glad when he was rolled into the regular universe, because then he started having moments where he messed up and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, they pretty much did the same thing with Yelena. Uh... The mom, eh, I was hoping she would stay evil, in all honesty. Like, I could see that. Yeah, because, like, I didn't feel like she had a real heel turn or anything. Like, with the father, I could tell he was trying to reconnect with Natasha and Jelena. Oh, yeah, big time. Like, it was kind of a little bit cringy. It It was, but the thing was, I thought that the cringiness was supposed to be on purpose. And I was willing to deal with it. But I think the biggest problem I had was, like, when it finally came time and he was ready to finally have that reconciliation and he was pouring his heart out and it's like, everyone was playing it for a joke. Oh, yeah. They did it twice. And at the, at the very end, it's like, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. I might just. I would. I would just up. mess it up, and it's like, no, pour your heart out. Like this is the perfect time. Like we've been building up to this in the background for how long of this it's movie? Like, men should show emotion too. Yeah. Which he had been that entire time. Yeah, his whole his whole thing his whole thing was that he was that he was emotional that he was tricked by uh, Drakov and that he just wanted to be a symbol for his people and it's like for that in it, for that initiative he's filed it as a joke and uh, he's made fun of. Oh, and uh, the big the biggest thing that I've noticed both men were in were kind of incompetent and easily overcome in the film. And the women were all shown as incredibly efficient. But what about the helper dude? What did he do? He got things. He got things. Congrats. <laughs> he was competent on that end, but did you see him fight? Did you see? Oh, yeah. Did you see him do anything? No. And he's easily put in his place by the two females. <laughs> and it's like I don't mind it. Like I don't mind, like I don't like I don't mind it that much, if they play it straight. Like you don't have to make. Like I was glad they didn't make every man uh, the evil, evil von nasty person like they tried to do in other feminist films. But seriously, it's like were they really just gonna keep letting this guy try to pour his heart out and make a joke out of it? At that point, that bro- that broke me because it was like. Well, well, now he he doesn't get his redemption. He doesn't get his full like full on redemption. Yeah, it's like he already reconnected with Yelena, even if it was a dumb song. Yeah. But he can't apologize to Natasha at all. It's like something. It's like not allowed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but still, I do like his character, and I would like him to return, like maybe in shape and everything. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah it's like. It's like maybe he's not a full-on Captain America, but he could be like an interesting, like foil to him. Like, may- like maybe, uh, oh, maybe a crossover with U.S. Agent. Ooh. Yeah, he has a circular shield now, and it's like, it's like, uh, buddy, I had the shield first, and it's like, yeah, but didn't you kill someone with it? <laughs> It'd be just so funny. Are you guys gathering your thoughts? Do I need to speak my mind more? Um, <clears throat> I would say actually, it's it felt like something completely different from like any you like a standard Marvel movie. Like in some way, yeah. I yeah, it was different. I will say that. Yeah, the sti- like the style of the directing, the yeah. yeah, and also the action scenes as well too. It kind of had that more of a, I guess, super act. Like super action spy, I guess. Yeah. Like, and technically, and technically, well, well, technically, nah, like because there was technically like a few super soldiers that we got in this. Well, does Taskmaster count as a super soldier? I feel like she should. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like... So, ta- so Taskmaster counts as a super soldier. That's the one of the things I'm gonna complain about the Taskmaster. And I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be, a, I'm just gonna compare it to the comics a bit, and that should be, that'll be my spiel on it. <laughs> uh, 
I will talk about Taskmaster also in conjunction with the movie, but what I want to get out of the way is the uh, connection to the connection to the other movies. I kind of felt like they probably should have waited a bit because it kind of does feel a little tenuous that this definitely wasn't thought of during Endgame because because again Natasha doesn't mention her new family at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, where they snapped away. If they weren't, why does Yelena look like she hasn't aged a day? True. Yeah. Yeah. If and all and like all of that other stuff, it's just like a, again the movie just had the worst timing, and it does feel like that Marvel made it to placate the fans who were super mad that Natasha didn't get her movie before she died. Like, yeah. Wrong, it was like wrong timing. Also, like I get in the comics why they chose the Red Room. Like they trained little girls assassin because they're normally in most cultures seen as harmless. So it's easy to like have an assassin from a little girl, and when they grow up, they're utilized as femme fatales. In this one though, he's like, "Oh, I'll just use little girls and everything," and I'm like, "Well, why just little girls?" Yeah. For me, Eclipse, I feel like it's supposed to be like some kind of analogy to like, like um, human trafficking, in a sense. Like, okay, but they're still male human traffickers. In fact, men are more likely to be human trafficked than women. I was surprised to find that out, but it was, but it's like, young men, young men are more likely to be human trafficked than young women. I did not even know that. Yeah. I I Google weird things sometimes. Like, I'm probably on a list where it's like, I swear <laughs> I'm a writer. <laughs> of course. I was like, I'm a, of course, Eclipse. And I actually Googled some weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was on the government's watch list when I asked what the effects of a nuclear bomb going off an atmosphere was like. <laughs> I swear it's for a book. I swear it's for a book and storylines. Like, seriously, Google, you know I research Greek yeah. gods all the time to make sure that this is uh, theologically accurate. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, it was kind of, It was pretty fun. Uh, but it, it, was a pre, it was pretty fun, the movie, overall. And I have to... And I do have to say, Yelena, even though I know like she's a replacement character, she's fun. She was rather quippy in this, um, this movie. Mm-hmm. My favorite part was when she was, uh, <laughs> was when the, uh, when Red Guardian was like, it was like, is it your time of the month? And she's like, oh, I don't even, oh, I can't get my period. I don't even have ovaries. You know, the Red Room, the place that you sent me to, decided to just take it yeah. away, chopped up by ovaries, you asshole. So I can't have, can't yeah, like, not have children. <laughs> Yeah, that bit where she actually did with her hands mm -hmm. was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just chopped it up into little pieces so you can't have babies. It's like, and he's red, like red, and he's like, I get it. Okay, I, I get it. Please, just, just stop. Well, I was going to talk about fallopian tubes, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty fun. I can't wait to see her in the Hawkeye miniseries. Speaking of which, when is that coming out? No clue. I, I probably should look it up, but... No clue. 
Actually, I'll look it up right now. Magic of Google. Google break. Google time. It's like, this, is, this might be... I like, I like that. Maybe you should be Google's jingle. Is <laughs> <laughs> this like, whenever someone is looking up something on Google, we just use that jingle. Google time. Uh, they don't have a full-on release date yet. It just says 2021. Maybe they'll release it after What If, which is honestly the thing that I'm most here for. Okay. What If should be pretty fun. Yeah. And they introduced Uwatu! Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah, I have a lot of fun facts about Uwatu. Uwatu the Watcher? Big head, big head guy? Yeah, those peoples. Yeah, those peoples. Only Uwatu is the only one we care about. So so seriously, I've been the only one talking to someone else before I go into full rant mode. <laughs> like, this is like so you're a little bit closer to Marvel comic than I am. Did you want to say something? Yeah, soul. Don't you want to talk about Marvel comics? <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, my knowledge base on that is very short and limited to almost nothing. This is greater than what I have. But overall, it was it was an okay movie for me. Like the comedy was pretty nice, and then I definitely like the action scenes. Yeah, the action scenes were actually pretty good. Yeah, when Natasha was swinging from the helicopter. My head went to Miley Cyrus's wrecking ball. Oh my god. <laughs> I came in like a wrecking oh ball. I never flew so hard at all. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> oh yeah, and speaking of music, uh, the music choice for American Pie. Uh, I, I like the song, but ever since I heard Weird Al Yankovic's version, I've been like... <laughs> That is the version I salute to. Wow. It's like, I don't care anything about the original. Yeah. Give me the Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> the Weird Al version. Weird Al Yankovic. Fun fact, he uh, voiced Darkseid one time. Oh yeah, and he died go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he died go. I still don't like that sh- I still don't like that show, but I will admit, it has its moments. Yeah, it do. Yeah, and having the Weird Al Yankovic cameo was pretty cool, and I just love the song. Yeah. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe later, someday, later, right now, he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying, "Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi." Like go listen to that. Like, after this podcast, go listen to Weird Al Yankovic. Especially, especially uh, his American Pie parody. So, <coughs> excuse me, allergies again. Hey, you're not allowed to go outside before podcasts anymore. Yeah, it was just like, I don't think it's the podcast that's doing this, but... Uh, 
Yeah, for me, like, I don't really have much of a critique for it. I think it was, like, a rather, I guess, decent decent movie. Guys, come on. This is our first movie critique. <laughs> we should be at least going to the hour mark, and you guys are giving up at the 20 minutes. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't, like, it was a lot that happened in the movie. Yeah, it was just moderately was, paced. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm going to have to save this inter- this uh, review, I guess. So, can you hear my hands rubbing, guys? I'm going to put it to the microphone real quick. <coughs> Way to ruin the moment. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in some little way. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, you need a bit. You need a bit of drill. Okay. So let's 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 do this. Okay, let's talk about Taskmaster because there's some controversy about Taskmaster, specifically that they made him a woman. And uh, listen here, I would not care if there wasn't already a female version of Taskmaster. Her name is Echo, and she's actually pretty interesting. She's quite possibly Taskmaster's daughter, but because of Taskmaster's unique situation, which I'll get into later, he doesn't know. Now. I have to applaud. I have to applaud Black Widow by allowing a female character to get hurt and for her to be, you know, incapacitated by that pain and stuff. But I'm gonna also have to bring in why did they use Taskmaster? Because he's more popular than Echo. That's kind. That's kind of the thing that bothers me because you had a female Taskmaster already and you didn't use him. And they hyped her up in the comics, too. She recently got the Phoenix Force. Don't ask me why they chose Echo to have the Phoenix Force. I don't know what cosmic-level power will help with copying people's movements and stuff, but hey. And also, Echo fits a lot more than Taskmaster. Based on, like, what ability. And the fact that, you know, he was, like, manipulating little girls. So. Eh, Whatever. But the biggest thing I dislike is the fact that Taskmaster wasn't training the Red Room. Okay, so let me put it to you this way. Taskmaster was created to explain where all the faceless goons for bad guys come from. Taskmaster trains them because he can copy anyone's movements. And this guy is like so good at this that he can countermeasure any Avenger that he's seen. He's only lost, I think, he's only lost, like, truly lost to, uh, others twice. One was, one was, uh, Deadpool, and that's because he's unpredictable. Makes sense. Yeah. So, my whole, my whole thing is that, why not use Task, why not, um, use Taskmaster to train the Red Room? It would make sense. It would honestly introduce a very threatening villain to like most of your most of your non godlike superheroes, and he's interesting. Taskmaster literally had a character arc where he had to learn to speak proper so that way he could get more money from rich clients. Well then, yeah, that sounds that's something you really wouldn't even think about. Yeah, Taskmaster had that character arc. He also found out that his wife was sort of using him as a double agent when he got his powers because he has a specific form of amnesia, which is what I wanted to talk about before. It's all coming back. So, 
basically, Taskmaster only retains memories of combat for a long time, for like permanently. Everything else will be deleted from him, and like permanently deleted. Most telepaths can't even regain his memories. I think only one telepath was able to, but I can't remember who that was. And he basically will forget. He doesn't even remember his wife, who not only is a shield agent, but was his handler to use him as a double agent. So what happened? Then did he just go rogue or something? Or? Well, no, because he doesn't remember all that stuff. Sometimes he'll like just. Betray- Sometimes he will like just not believe her, and he'll go as double agent st- and will go on double agent status. I mean, off of double agent status, and just like do it for the money. He's also he's also one of the few people who's able to defeat Spider-Man. When in full use of his spider sense and stuff. Damn. Yeah. Taskmaster is pretty cool and he's kind of and he's kind of wasted here. And even if they did use Echo, here's the problem with Taskmaster in the movie. It's the silent villain. They don't, they don't talk and stuff. And that's another thing. Taskmaster in the comics loves to trash talk. He loves to trash... Yeah, he loves to trash talk. And he trash talks all of the people he's fought. And that's why one of the reasons why he's kind of like one of the... A good B-list bad guy. Because he can actually back up what he says. That was completely opposite to to the movie. Because he's a strong, silent character. Doesn't doesn't speak at all. Is Is menacing only as a challenge... And we barely even get to see, like, the usage of the copied moveset. Yeah, that's true. We see it for, like, two seconds on the bridge, and then that's about it. Yeah, and then all it does is just copy some stock poses, and it's like, okay, you're going to actually use those claws? Nope. Just not going to happen at all. I do like the copy weapon backpack, though. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, fun fact about the comic Taskmaster, the reason why he wears a skull isn't to be edgy. His first double agents his first double agent status after his powers were enhanced, because he was born with the photogenic reflexes, the ability to copy stuff. Uh, his first double agent status was he actually was in Mexico double aging for a drug cartel where they um, I think they were called the Dawn of the Dead gang. But basically they used Day of the Dead mask and stuff, and he got his skull mask there. Oh, and he's kind of kept okay. it as a memory. Yeah. Yep, he kept it, and that's why he always uses the skull mask. That's interesting. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, that's my problem with Taskmaster. Uh, my biggest problems with the villains are kind of feels like it's inconsistent. Like Natasha. Is supposed to have been trained by the Red Room, which means Dracoff should know that Natasha is playing her. And you would think, like, he wouldn't fall for it and everything. Like, because he taught Natasha these interrogation tactics and stuff. But it's like, he's easy. Yeah, like, it was rather predict... Not, it wasn't really rather predictable, now that I think about it. Because it was like, oh, the only way to, like, defeat him is to just break, break your own nose or something like that, but... Yeah, he he gets pretty like he's pretty easily duped in a sense. Yeah, it's like you. It's like they were trying to hype him up as like, oh yeah, I know it's you, Natasha. 
and it's like, okay, this is actually pretty interesting. He's actually... It's like, yeah. he's smart, but he's not good at fighting. So the second he lost the pheromone lock thing, it was, it was done. It was yeah. game over. And I'm fine with this old man not being able to fight, but I'm not fine with him easily telling Natasha all of his secrets. It's like, what? It's like, I would love for it to say, why should I tell you? Why should I tell you my plans? Like, why should I tell that's you? what villains do, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. this is the guy who taught Natasha to take advantage of that. Again, Natasha got all of her skills from the Red Room. Maybe he's not the expert, like, assassin. Even guy. if so, that's still dumb. Yeah, because he's the one that created the Red Room. Yeah. It was so it was just it was just so dumb and I felt so contrived and stuff. But they only have two hours and they gotta wrap this stuff up. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Especially spending the other hours um getting stuff ready for the for the main for the main event. Yeah. I also admit that Drakov doesn't really have much of a presence in the movie. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He just sort of shows up for like a little bit, and then it's like, yeah, he shows up. Oh yeah, bye. And then he's like, oh, I'm in a helicopter now. And And then then now I die. (laughs) Beautiful, set fire to the sky. It's like he went out the worst of possible. Yeah. It's like you would, you would. I would love to like just have something in there, like a rewrite where he's actually pretty smart, and Natasha has to use stuff, use a tactic that she normally wouldn't use, in order to get his information. What that is, I don't know, because I'm just thinking off the top of my head. But it's like use Natasha's escape from the Red Room to show her evolution, and that she's not fully a part of the Red Room anymore. Yeah. But as for Scarlett Johansson, she gave this performance a good solid last run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. It's like it was re- I really enjoy- I really enjoyed seeing her. It's sad to see her leave the MCU. But I understand it's like time to go. It's time to move on her and uh, Chris Evans and soon enough Chris Hemsworth will have his last run no. what about Chris Pratt that's a good I question I feel like he's been done I've really seen him much since yeah since like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and also the night and well no like he is gonna be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 but that's not till 2022 I think wow oh dang Next year. Plus, we have to do. Plus, the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be old hat soon enough. We've got to evolve, and soon enough we're going to have Blade, and we're going to have uh, Shang Chi. Which, by the way, that co- that commercial for Shang Chi was freaking fire. Oh, Where are yeah. they going to play as the new Blade? Hmm. Where are they going to use the new Blade? Or are they going to probably? Oh, the guy who played Cottonmouth in uh, Luke Cage. I forgot his name. He's the he's the new Blade. Really? Yeah, I remember, like, literally the whole thing was him walking up on stage and revealing it with a cap. 
feels feels very good. Again, Google Dome. Uh, Google Dome. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a quick Google because I need to make sure. But it was I'm 99.9999% sure, sir. Oh, it's being made by Kevin Feige. Cool. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. Yep. It's him. Um. Mahershal Ali. Okay. Like I'll, I'll show. We're showing him a picture right now. Okay, I can see that actually. He has a haircut and everything. Yeah. Oh, that dude. Yeah. I told close. you the guy who played Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Are you guys telling me you can't remember? I totally forgot who Cottonmouth was. Yeah. He was the best part of Luke Cage. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He's literally the best part of Luke Cage. Really? Which is why it sucked when they killed him off too early. Oh, a uh, spoiler for Luke Cage, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. We all have to move on eventually. Yeah, uh, Red Guardian definitely would have wanted him to, like, complete, like, talking to Natasha and everything. Even if Natasha, like, just rolled him off, it would have still been a good thing for him to have. Uh, let's yeah. see. Talking about Yelena, the mom doesn't really have a lot of screen time. In fact, she kind of just feels like they come in and be the final piece of the trio that's going to save the day because he's not... Because Red Guardian gets his butt beat... What? And he's supposed to be the super soldier, like yeah. Captain America, pretty much. Yeah. That is something I laughed at, like him trying to sell off that he faced Captain America, and it's like, dude, Captain America was frozen in ice, and it's like, you're calling me a liar? He breaks the guy's arm, and it's like, in my head, I'm like, he was still right, though. No one still. believes you. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, but everyone still heard it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's still aware. That, that sort of yeah, true. it was also kind of pathetic that this guy is just arm wrestling people who don't have super soldier serum. Yeah, it's like there's no point to this. Yeah, right? it's like you're, you're strong. You're gonna win literally every, every single time. time. Yeah, you're stronger than every single person in there. It's like it's not gonna be. It's not exactly a great look for you. Yeah, but I guess that's to show off how kind of how pathetic he is and how he's trying to hold on to glory days that he just doesn't have. Yeah. Yeah, the Molina was what was really rather rushed in some way, pretty much because it was supposed to be like, oh, I'm still evil all this all this time, and it's like, well, I'm a turncoat now. Yeah, it's like, but I still love you girls, and it's like, okay, here here's the here's the big thing about me, just because Yelena saw it as real and stuff does it mean that every other person did yeah that's right yeah natasha they showed that she did grow close to yelena and that's fine i don't mind i don't mind that having uh red guardian actually be proud of the girls and everything is cool and i would like the dichotomy that even though red guardian didn't show it he was proud of natasha and yelena back then but having the mother, like, be all kind and sweet at the beginning, and then it turns out, oh, I never cared about you guys. It's like, that would honestly be a great heel turn and show how we view our parents as, like, depending on what 
depending on um, how they um, held us and loved us at one point, but there's a different way of showing love. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's like again. I don't. I wouldn't mind uh, Melina. Uh, what's her name again? Melina. Melina. I don't mind. Don't, I don't mind Melina's heel turn if it was built up more. If it like felt like she had a reason to defect and stuff. But it's just like, oh, it's like I'm just doing all this stuff, and it's all cl- called in question. When she says, like, I'm sorry, I've already called the Red Room. They'll be here any second. It's like, wow. No, it's like, why would you tell me about this? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, and it's like uh, okay, so that means everything you said before was just a way of distraction. Which, honestly, good distraction of using their emotions against you. I mean, using their emotions against them, not you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's what a true super villain would do. Yes, a true smart supervillain. Oh well. Avalanche scene was the coolest though. Oh yeah, that was (laughs) the prison break that everyone takes in is like wild. I came in like a wrecking ball. Like just don't cause a scene. Instantly and causes, he's like he's already causing a scene. Instantly causes massive elite ass riot. The Red Guardian is taking me, and he's like, and he's like, I'm out of here. And it's like, and he shoves one of the riot shields in the gate for some reason. I think it's supposed to jam it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of poorly translated. And then causes an entire riot and also an avalanche. Yeah. Oh, that was actually one of the best scenes. Yeah, was her just getting out and being like. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> the thing that gets me though was the fact that we keep seeing the bullets so close and she still doesn't get shot. I'm yeah. like, no, those bullets were traveling across. Are you telling me that the gap between you and the door just didn't happen at all? Like, nah, I, I don't believe it, especially when it goes across twice. Yeah. It's like, nah. Also, that plane should have fallen. With all those bullets. So many things were wrong with that, but but she gets away with it because she was like, Ha! I'm cool now. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And she had some of her best character <laughs> moments where it's like, oh, this would be a cool way to die. <laughs> yeah, that one was great. Yeah. She re- really does have some cool moments. Ooh, they gave Black Widow her arm singer thing, which I don't think she had for a while. Yeah. I was sad that we didn't get to see her use them more, but I was so, so, so cool to see her use them. Especially since they were red now. Yeah, it kind of fits her old color scheme. Black and red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Though normally she wear, the gauntlet she wears are yellow, so that way they're the only contrasting thing against her black costume. I do find it we- I do find it weird though that Black Widow. Now that I think about it, Black Widow never got to use her femme fatale skills in this movie. Oh yeah, no, she didn't. Yeah, it's like that's kind of one of the things that Black Widow is known for. She's the classic femme fatale. 
Heck, she lo- heck um, in the comics, she loves using that skill against, against people because it makes it so easy. There was even one point where she said she wishes there was just one person who didn't fall for that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was mostly kind of serious versions. Yeah. Oh, I just realized <laughs> I'm never going to see one of my favorite Black Widow scenes now. In the comics, Black Widow has this awesome moment where she has to get surgery, but there's but she can't get the anesthesia to fall asleep. So, she has to get surgery, and she can't move a muscle oh, while no. awake. No. No. Carried the entire surgery. Ugh. I, it's like, that is one of my favorite Black Widow moments, because it shows just how focused and determined she is. It's like, screw There's Captain America, screw, uh, bu- screw Bucky Barnes, if you want someone in your corner... To get the job done, Black Widow all the way. Hmm. Yep. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So you guys are like screwing everything. I get it, the pain and all that stuff, but still, Black Widow's awesome. She is though. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. So, I guess anything else you would like to say, likes or dislikes? Okay, uh, small critiques, small critiques. Let's get it, let's get it, uh, the small ones out of the way. Uh, Tony Stark has the worst security ever. Are you t- are you kidding me? This oh my God. this guy was able to get a Quinjet. Like Tony, what the f? He got a Quinjet under your watch. Like after Spart- Spider Man Far From Home, it's like I was like, okay, they have alien technology. Fine, fine, fine. I can understand that. But then it's like, this happens two more times. Yeah. It's like Black Widow. She was able to get, she was able to get a Quinjet off of you. And that other guy who got a Quinjet off of you, I can't remember. But it's like, what the F, Tony? It's like, your security sucks. It really does. For some god-awful reason. Yeah. It's it, it's like I, would, I, I don't think I would care so much if it's if it was like any other character, but this is Tony Stark, the guy who made weapons, the guy who's supposed to be the future, is always thinking of new ways to like protect himself and everything. And you're telling me that you're you're this easy, you're you're this easy to steal from. Oh yeah, not to mention Ned was able to hack into the Spider-Man suit as well. This high school kid was able to hack. It's your spider suit, Tony. That's a little embarrassing, to say yeah. the least. It's just like, well, the futuristic technology, you can make a decent security system. Now that, I, now that, the, now that I'm getting into this, my, my biggest question is, how has nobody gotten their own Iron Man suit from right under Tony's nose? Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, and in Iron Man three, you literally invite a terrorist to your house, and you don't use the house party protocol or even like have any sort of security. A missile could just fly at your house. Are you kidding me? Your United States is number one weapons manufacturer. Are you telling me you don't have any automated security whatsoever? Apparently not. Tony, it's like I hate to make I hate to speak ill of the dead, but Tony Stark. 
you are the worst security. You have the worst security in the universe. Next thing, you're, next thing you're gonna know, a kid is just, a kid with a screwdriver is gonna break into your house and steal an Iron Man suit. Oh my god! Oh my, that would be amazing. <laughs> just like this five-year-old kid just somehow just gets his hands on an Iron Man suit. Yeah, it's like, and it, it is like, uh, sir, there's a five-year-old kid in your armory, and it's like, how the heck did he get in there? A screwdriver, sir. How did a screwdriver get past my billion dollars worth of security? Well, your security sucks, sir. <laughs> Oh, that just that just pissed me off from the fears. Originally, I thought the Quinjet was just taken by, uh, was just taken by the uh, Steve and Bucky and some or something. But now it's like, oh, Natasha had it, and that's how they had the Quinjet. And I'm like, okay, Tony, you have the worst security <laughs> in the history of the planet. Ugh, I know, I, I know, I've been on this a long time, but it really bugs it's me. Like anything and everything can be can steal from you. Honestly, send me to the Marvel Universe. I want an Iron Man suit. I want one specifically that'll allow me to survive in space. You can do it, Tony. I know you can. Heck, you live in the freaking woods now. I'm going to go to the woods and steal your wife's suit and give it to my girlfriend. Yeah. This is like the bat out of the way. Oh, also, when when she stays back to confront Ross, and I'm like... But why, though? It's like, did Ross just let you go? Did you escape? That honestly do- that honestly doesn't need answering, but at the same time, you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. I did have a bit of a problem with that, too. Ugh. Oh, and all the widows coming back to save them and stuff, and I'm like, Ugh. Okay. Okay. Hmm? But why, though? Yeah, that's a good question. Why, though? Because it's supposed to be heartwarming, and it's like, we're not going to leave you. You helped us. We're going to help you, and that kind of thing. Okay, cool, but why did they save Taskmaster? Also, Taskmaster, that brings up another problem I have. Taskmaster, not wanting to kill Natasha for what she did to her. Even after she got... Yeah, it's like I don't care. I don't care. It's like I was hoping for a battle to the death. It's like I don't care that I don't care that I'm free. It's time I killed you. And it's like maybe let Yelena kill Taskmaster since Natasha wouldn't. It's like that. That would be fine. It's like me. That, that would have made more sense, honestly. Is just have Yelena kill him. Yeah, and it's like why? It's like why did you kill him? It's like like because because she. She helped make the red room. It was of her. Fr- it was of her full volition. That's why the thing didn't work. She still tortured all those widows. Now make it more impactful, actually. Yeah. It's like it's like Jesus, Jesus. Why, 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 why did she? They just let her lie around. Ugh. It's like Marvel. This is where you start with not killing off your villains. You keep the boring ones, not the interesting ones. Fine, whatever. Abomination's coming back in Shang-Chi. I don't care. <laughs> Ooh, that should be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Honestly, they should call Shang-Chi Iron Fist. We're doing it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Mm. It, it's like, 
It's like we're we're going to Chinese culture. Fine, no white dude. We're doing Chinese guy. That does seem um, a little more appropriate. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. A bit more appropriate. It's like you guys wanted the Mandarin. Fine, we'll give you the Mandarin. <laughs> you guys want the Ten Rings? Fine, but they're bracelets now. Yep. I honestly, I honestly don't care about that so much because the Ten Rings are honestly OP in their true form in the comics. And listen, I don't care if it's a little if it's a little cultural and sensitive. I promise you, China, China will. China has a bunch of stuff that makes us look like idiots. Like yeah, somewhat. even 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 uh, cultures that aren't like culturally insensitive. I saw a freaking anime where these two cop guys were supposed to be in New York. And all around New York are people with chainsaws and dirty bombs and all this stuff. And a guy literally oh straps a bunch of grenades to his uh, hair in a certain place. Where in the world? No. I'm not even kidding. This exists. What kind this of exists. I can't remember the name because it's been so long. But this exists. This is how America is portrayed. Heck, there's even another... Ad- anime where it's like America is supposed to be celebrating and we're shooting our guns up in the air. Oh, come on. And not, and not just pistols. Machine guns and bazookas and stuff. Oh my god. All from Japan. All from Japan. And don't even get me started from the stuff I've seen from Spain. Well, then. It's like because we cannot seem to let the Second Amendment go. That's not... The, well, not like... Okay, yeah, yeah I'm going to start an entire play war with that statement. Yeah, also, what is the Second Amendment going to do for other countries? It's not like every country follows the United States uh, Constitutional Amendment. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the same, way, to like, show, way to show your education, Kuro. I just bespoke, actually. Uh, it was just like, I was thinking, like, well, it wasn't the Second Amendment ago, it was just more, I guess... Our love of guns for some reason. Yeah. Listen, I get. Listen, I get it. Not everyone in every country is allowed to arm themselves, and that's fine. But uh, I'm gonna put this out. I'm gonna just put this out there and say, uh, I don't care. You can say our love of guns might be too much, but uh, it's kind of saved a few of. It's kind of saved a few people I love. So, like, I do think that gun control should be a lot more regulated, but still. But yeah, Black Widow. Wrong, great, uh, okay movie. Wrong time. I really just, yeah. I really wish that you came at a earlier time. Because Captain Marvel, you, if Captain Marvel came out, and if these two movies swapped positions, Captain Marvel would just be like, oh, she, she exists. She's in the movie. She's here. She's here. That's it. She was the end credit scene. And honestly, they could just add her to the Black Widow end credit scene, the Captain Marvel end credit scene. Yeah. And then, boom, and then boom, it's like it cha- it changes stuff, and we're like, okay, okay, we get it. And also, it would make the also the retrospect of seeing Monica as a younger kid would be a little bit better, as well, because it's like, oh, that's Monica. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. You know, she, she was always a spunky little girl. Okay. Retrospect sometimes is better than uh, going in the right, going from the linear direction. Yeah. True. 
Was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Because this is practically the me show right now. Is I eclipse like, both of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> right now, me and Soul are just like trying to fight sleep. Yeah, a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Soul's I'm just, just like, dying over here. Just like, uh, I can barely keep it together. Soul, if you die, can I get the last piece of cheesecake? <laughs> What cheesecake? You know, the cheesecake you have in the fridge. <laughs> you always have that. Well, wait, 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 no, 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 he's sleep pro- It's okay, Sol. Never mind my question. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Anything, anything else I want to talk about the Black Widow movie? <laughs> yeah, anything that you would like. Okay, let, let, let me finish this up so that way Sol can go to bed. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What? One last thing. Uh, just going to say goodbye, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, thanks for the memories. Thanks for having a good... Thanks for uh, giving us a good time and being kind of one of the coolest members of the Avengers. You might not have gotten your own movie, but you got some of the, some of the scenes stolen from the other Avengers. Like the Loki scene. Wow, Scarlett. You, you acted that great i love like when you just get loki's information out that was cool uh beating up beating up the russian mob that was cool oh there's so many great scenes with her honestly like riding on top of a hulk like she's a freaking badass (laughs) and and honestly getting the hulk as your boyfriend i mean seriously way to say no one's gonna ever mess with you i really wish you guys cemented that relationship in the mcu and Scarlet, you acted your butt off, and it showed all the time. Really, really grateful. Thanks. Yeah. So, a uh, weird way of going for our first movie. Yeah. And, you know, a show that's supposed to be three idiots talking about stuff, and only one idiot and is only talking. <laughs> well, two are just trying to, like, <laughs> actually putting in some commentary, but just, like, fighting allergies and fighting sleep. Yeah. Fighting sleep. Fighting allergies, fighting sleep, three idiots on a couch, always there to protect you. <laughs> you are mumbling something fierce, so no one can understand you. Okay. Jesus. At first, it was trying not to cough for the first good 10, 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I guess this is where we're going to end it. I was actually hoping that this would be a much longer thing. Since, it, since we had to watch it through, so it was like a two-hour movie, but... And we would have a lot more to talk about, but I guess not. Yeah. It was like... Rather... Okay. Like, there wasn't yeah. much to talk about. Not a lot of good, not a lot of bad, but there were some pretty great scenes. Right. Yeah. And a to- and, a to- and uh, if you can hear me, uh, Scarlett Johansson, if you could do that Wrecking Ball thing one last time before you go, I would love it. <laughs> But seriously, gonna end it there. This is three idiots in a couch. I'm Eclipse. I'm Kuro. I'm Solize. And we are signing off. We left out like a wrecking ball. We never <laughs> went so hard. I don't remember the slipping <laughs> but I know we're gonna wreck you. <laughs> oh.